Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. That is a quick year, Al. That went by very, very quickly. And we've got the Newark hell? squared away. We've got Harbaugh squared away. We've we've had some moments. This a makes me feel year? good. I'm excited. It's How been about a that? year? Yeah, just a quick little year. How the hell did that happen so quick? It was your fault. You're you're the one that, uh, you know, kind of put this whole thing together. How many times a day do you regret it? Once, ten, a hundred? Like, how often are you like, yeah, this was a huge mistake? Are you kidding me? It's... <laughs> We literally wake up, we talk sports, we react to what the hell just happened, throw a couple clips in there, and before you know it, three hours go by. So I think we're both uh, both uh, we're, we're both doing okay with uh, having to do this Monday through Friday. Harbog. <laughs> the H is silent. <laughs> well, it's, yeah, it's the it's the actual authentic <laughs> pronunciation. Exactly. Right? Everybody else does it wrong. Everybody else does it wrong. You all right? You sound like you got a little cold going on. Oh, I'm getting demolished by the allergies. Allergies just come left and right right now. I'm sure it's no big deal. It's 85 degrees in February. Perfectly normal. Nothing going on in the world. Everything's fine. 85 degrees in February. Just keep it moving. It's supposed to be 90 at kickoff on Sunday. No big deal. Are you, do you ever, (laughs) you know, when the weather changes, does it, do you, I don't know about how it is for you. For me, I don't know what the hell happens. I, I just start sneezing like crazy. You know, obviously, it's like you just mentioned, 85 degrees, whatever it is. So I got a couple, you know, took a little Benadryl this morning, get get one of Uh-oh. those in you, and let's get this thing <laughs> Let's get this thing rolling. You got to counteract the Benadryl with, like, some Sudafed or a lot of caffeine because Benadryl is going to knock you out. You, okay, you well, it's not. Go it's not let, let me let – me, let me take a step further here. I want to be completely honest with you. There's Benadryl, and then there's what's the off-brand that's probably next to Benadryl that I, maybe yeah, Walgreens I'm... makes or CVS? <laughs> the, the, the plain wrap, the generic one. The drug yeah, the, is still the same, though, I think, listen, right? It's like an $8 difference here. You know, Are oh, we, no. I'm not are we really for going in for the – I don't need it to say Benadryl. It really <laughs> doesn't need to say Benadryl. I, I'll get the knockoff that even if that knockoff works only 60% as good, that's <laughs> – you knock off fifty percent off the price. We're interested. Like oh no, I'm 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 here for that. I'll I'll use your your JV Benadryl. That's fine. The, re- the I'm, reason I'm here why for it. the reason why I mention that is because I don't think it's going to be as effective as Benadryl. <laughs> so if you were worried about any of that, don't be worried. This stuff is you're going to muscle through. It's like got it. like a fourth of the strength that Benadryl would have. <laughs> ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. So listening to the fantastic open that, that Chris put together for us. I know that there are a couple of things that you're not a huge fan of, and I'm curious which of these two you would put at the bottom of the list. I know you don't like Messi, and I know you don't like the Peacock. Which of yep. those two yep. things do you like less? Um, <laughs> I'm going to go uh, Peacock probably stands out a little bit more. <laughs> Peacock probably stands out a little bit more. Yeah. At least the Messi, it's, there's, you know, 
it's like an act for you, right? Like you can talk about certain things. You talk about orange slices. You talk about having high C, Capri Sun, all that stuff. You can do some things with it. Mom, mom, take me to ice cream. I scored two goals today. Mom, he wouldn't pass. Ronaldo won't pass me the ball. You tell his mom that I want the ball, and he doesn't get the ball. You mean start the start the uh, show tomorrow at Buffalo Wild Wings (laughs) with one of those. See what how Keyshawn and Kirk react. They'll be like, what? What the hell is this guy doing? I think Kirk would like it, and I think Key would think I was having a stroke. I, I think I think that's how that would go. I think those are the two things that would happen right there. Seven ten, it is your last day, right? Seven ten has it. your tickets to see the battle for the Lombardi Trophy. Keep listening every hour for the Super Sounder, and when you hear it, be caller number seven at eight seven 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 ten. ESPN, and you will qualify to win a pair of super tickets for the big game, the 710 Super Ticket Giveaway from your championship radio station, 710 ESPN. And, Emily, correct me if what I say next is wrong, but I think they're picking the wrong. winner on Sedano and Cap today, right? Yep, in the 6 o'clock hour, so make sure you stay tuned then. Yep, so you've got the, so there was eight chances, I would probably think, to win because we got nine hours of local L.A. sports talk, one per hour. So we got eight more people that can qualify, and then they're going to have the uh, drawing. Can you imagine that you're sitting in your house right now, Al? You're, you're in your car. You're on your way to work or whatever it is, and you've qualified for this, and you're thinking, you know, maybe Sunday afternoon instead of going to that Super Bowl party, maybe I'll just go to the Super Bowl, courtesy of uh, the guys at 710. That's a pretty good deal. Yeah, I, I'm probably uh, – I want to talk more to the people who don't win because they're with me, <laughs> right? They're the ones driving around Inglewood. They're the ones. There's a what, What's the shopping center across the street from SoFi? Is there like a Target there? And, there's a Target and uh-huh. a couple of other things. The Target's the big the, – they're the, the anchor, as they say, in the retail business league. Why don't we go meet over there? Why don't we go meet <laughs> over there, spend some time? We could say that we were close to the Super Bowl. You could hear the roar from the crowd. You could probably – from the Target parking lot, you could hear like a – little buzz coming from so far you think they're gonna charge like 60 bucks to park at target like not, <laughs> not even to not even to go to the but yeah but i'm not going to the game i know we understand that but Honey, today if you're coming to target, to target you're, you're still getting charged 60 pick up some uh, tide a uh, gallon of milk and uh, a couple of hot wheels just gonna go right next to sofi to pick up a few <laughs> loose ends right before the super bowl for uh, for our party coming up in just a little bit espn radio is brought to you by progressive insurance sleep I am a nervous sports fan, right? Like I, yep. I, I'm, I, I worry about the things that can go wrong. I worry about the things like the, the, the fly in the ointment, if you will. I, and, and I'm still in a pretty good spot because we've got about 48 hours to go. But I wonder what the players are like. I wonder what you're feeling right now. That This idea of I am going to play in something that is the biggest moment of my life. The mm-hmm. entire world, certainly this entire country and a good portion of the world, are going to be watching this, and if I win, I'm that guy forever, and if the other thing happens, I'm yep. the other guy forever. That's that, That's got to make you sick. It's got to make you unbelievably nauseous. And then when it happens, you probably feel fine because it's football. You've done it all the time. But I would be such a wreck heading into this thing. It's funny because, you know, and this isn't just a sports thing. It's just in general. People, there's some people, that, no, they like these moments. They want these moments. And, and you will be able to tell on the biggest stage it's not uh, – it's not a coincidence when there's certain players when the lights are so bright that come through in those moments. And it's also not a coincidence when somebody's a little quicker to say, uh, let me swing the ball over. I don't want anything to do with this. And that's, you know, I think describing the Super Bowl, um, I don't know how many viewers, you know, they average. But a couple hundred it's, million? <laughs> okay, it's, it's as big as an event there is on TV, period, right? And it's, 
you have some, unfortunately, you're remembered for dropping an interception that probably could have won the game. You're remembered for missing a field goal that could have won the game. And then you're also remembered for the rest of your life as that, you know, driving down the field and coming back in a in a game that you're down six or you're down a field goal. It, it's got to be incredibly nervous. But there are also individuals that are like, nope, this is uh, this is where I'm most comfortable. Yep. Oh, you know who's one of those dudes? Joe Burrow. <laughs> That's what's so scary about that. He's like, oh, cool. Everybody's watching. All right, watch this. Because this is what I do. I a 25-year-old, to say that about a 25-year-old is pretty freaking impressive. What's the most nervous you've ever been in your life? Just that thing that you you know it's coming. You know it's coming. It's a big deal. It's very important to you. There might be a lot of people listening or watching or, or attending. What was that moment you're just you knew you're counting down the days until it's happening? So from – a work perspective, I mean, definitely, you know, on air, right? Like sure. you're, you're getting a crack at it. You're getting a chance at it. And it's not like you can hide. You know, <laughs> you're on air. Everything that you say, you got to be prepared. You want to make sure that if you know you say it properly, whatever it is. So probably for me, it was more, and this was a few years back, but things around the Lakers broadcast, you know, you, you kind of, you, you, those moments for you are like, oh my gosh, what what are you talking about? You mean the actual Lakers radio broadcast? Over time, you obviously do it enough where it's like, sure. okay, it's not as big of a deal. But of course, anytime you start doing that stuff early on, and especially some of the stuff that we do, it's like when I say you can't hide, you can't hide. You're, yeah. you're on the radio. I mean, it's it's not like there's anything else that uh, you know you can stand behind or anything along those lines. So that, that comes to mind. I, 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 it's funny you say that because for me, it's a very similar thing. I, I've worked in radio for, and I don't like to say this too loud because it dates me a little bit, for almost 30 years, mm-hmm. okay? I've been doing something in this business for nearly 30 years, 27 years and change. But the first 15 years of my career, I was not on the air, right? I, I was I was a producer. I was a behind-the-scenes person. Yep. And when I got fired from that job, by the way, that's always fun, uh, I decided that, okay, I want to go do the other thing. And I thought, oh, I just, you know, it's the same thing. The prep is the same. It's, it's I, I just get prepared. I think about what I want to say. Here's my topics that I want to do and create my topics. I can do this. And then all of a sudden, somebody says, hey, okay, you can come on over here and do this. And then you really have that moment. Uh... I've never done this before. <laughs> I have literally never done what I'm about to do before. It's much more challenging. It's much more intimidating than I ever thought. And you have that moment where, you know what? I think I'm just going to go into the bathroom, puke, and leave. <laughs> and then I don't have to ever worry about it. I'll go become a mechanic or I'll go work at Costco. I'll become a police officer, don't be a, first a of all, cab don't driver. Don't be a, a mechanic. <laughs> anything. Anything other than I have to go talk in front of people. And then you go in there and you realize five minutes into it, like, That's oh, yeah, I'm just, talk, I'm just talking about the Dodgers. This isn't yeah. that bad. It's not that bad. I, I can do this. So anybody that wants to weigh in on the, those moments that make you want to barf right before they happen, wet, weddings are pretty nerve-wracking. That's one of those things. Birth of a child, pretty nerve-wracking. And all of a sudden, of you, feel pre- you feel pretty good about it all over, uh, all over again. Okay. Um, I think that it literally boils down to this. It okay. literally boils down to this. It, and this is kind of comes together with what we were talking about with the nerves. If Matthew Stafford doesn't throw an interception, they're not going to lose. If, if he doesn't throw that ball that just makes you go, no, right? Where that you see it go out to the flat and you see that corner break on the ball. If, that, if that's not one of those moments, I feel really good about this. But we've seen it just enough, not a million times, but yeah. we've seen it just enough that makes you go, okay, what are we going to get today? Hmm. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm not as I, – it's funny because you're 100% right. I, I don't know how concerned I am with Matt Stafford. And, and I, I only say that because um, he's had a really good playoff run. And I, I know season. He's had I, I know, a great season. But but even if we just say the playoffs, because at least in the regular season, what did we keep saying in the regular season? Well, let's wait till the playoffs. That it doesn't really matter what happens in the regular season. It does matter, but you know what I'm referring to. That sure. you can go you can you can win every game in the regular season, but if you lost in the playoffs it didn't matter. You knew that they were gonna make the postseason and, and you know, obviously they end up um they end up uh, winning the division. But for me, I, I look at Matt Stafford and the game against Tampa just stands out to me so much. Four fumbles. Everything was about to end. 42 seconds left. Should they actually go try to kick a field goal? Then he gets sacked on the first down. You're on the road. It's Tom Brady on the other side. Like There were a lot of factors that if they ended up losing that game, you know, you'd know, you sit back. And it wasn't on Stafford. Remember, it was Cooper Cup that fumbled sure. the ball once. Cam Akers had a couple fumbles. The center snapped the ball. <laughs> I, I don't, By the way, Matt Stafford was, was looking. It was looking. You know complete. What? We, we never really gave Brian Allen credit for this. The mm-hmm. the center for the Rams because that snap traveled like twenty five yards in the air. <laughs> that, that, that was that was that had a lot of power behind it. He really let that thing rip. It, it was a good. It was like a bad punt. It it was, it was, it was the hardest impressive. snap I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> but he, but he was he was in a moment where. You can easily fail right now, or you're just not going to be a factor in the ending of the game. And instead, he was a difference to them winning the game. Um, and and it was one of those clutch moments that you were talking. You are talking about that feeling in your stomach. Can you imagine? I mean, just what's the feeling in the Rams' stomach Ugh. when all of a sudden the game is tied after Fournette scores that touchdown, and then it's like Stafford, hey, here's the ball. By the way, it's second down because you just got stacked, uh, sacked. <laughs> Clock is ticking, right? And 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 it got fumbled. And then I I thought with the 49ers game there was another one of those moments. You're down 17 to seven. If you don't if you don't put points on the board on this drive coming up. This could be a wrap right here, and I and I, I'm not telling you that he played perfect football, but he's been in a couple moments where against really really good teams that um, it comes down to you winning or losing the game, and he's come through. So I kind of I, I I feel good about Stafford. I I don't feel can something go wrong? It can, but you could say that about any quarterback in any game. But Stafford, at least in the playoffs, should give you a little bit more of an easy feeling. All right, so it's the one-year anniversary of the Travis and Sliwa show, and I have a very important question about what happens on our very first anniversary. That's coming up next. Plus, Cooper Cup got an MVP vote. Can a non-quarterback ever win this thing again? That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right, guys. So uh, we have, throughout the day, 
We're going to have some very special Ask Slees from very special friends of the show. Outstanding. So up first, we have... Can we do an anniversary show every week if we're going to get special (laughs) Ask Slees involved? Can I just throw this real quick here? Uh, Trev, when you first told me that you would have two hot dogs and it was like, no, hey, Al, it's just two hot dogs. Right. You kind of get that in. To me, it's the equivalent of... Like you just ran six miles, and you're like, no, just warming up my body. I'm just warming up my body. <laughs> well, it's kind of the same thing. Uh, a- oh, okay, sorry. Uh, so first, Ask Slee, famous celebrity Ask Slee from Corporate Greg. If you're invited over to Lady Slee's parents' house, and they make something for you that you don't like and will actually make you sick, what will you do? Hashtag Ask Slee. Take it away. Ooh, that's so a we, good one. We're asking food here? Like they make something to eat? Yep. Um, oh, that's an interesting predicament there. Um, and it will actually make you sick. That's the kicker right there, by the way. That's why the answer is the answer, but it's yeah, asking. Let me just, if it's going to make me sick, then I just <laughs> right. got to tell them, you know, like, hey, I appreciate this. I'm allergic to this. I'm, you know, whatever it is, right? If it's going to physically make me sick, I don't think they want me to eat it and pretend like I loved it and then be in the bathroom for Murder a half their hour. plumbing. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I just have to respectfully, as best as I can, tell them that thank you so much, I appreciate it, but I'm not going to eat this. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. You you have to almost put it on yourself with this listen, I am terribly embarrassed to say this, but if I eat that, I will literally get sick. I I, I can't eat it. I, I I am so sorry. I'm terribly embarrassed, but got you, don't, example. you don't want me to eat this because then it's bad news for everybody. Okay, we, we all go through this, right, where we go through a phase where all of a sudden we think, you know what, I'm going to freaking, I'm going to get back in shape. It'll last for about a day and a half, maybe sometimes 48 hours, right? <laughs> so when we do that, there are times where you're like, all right, I'm not eating carbs. I'm not eating rice. I'm not, you know, there's certain things that you take away. Oh, I've done this plenty of times before where I've said, hey, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just not eating that. I'm just going to eat the chicken or the this or something along those lines. I, I do that. Yeah, but that that's different than get you sick because then it's like, oh, come on. I made this special just for you. And then I you're know. saying, I'm on my diet. You can't really do that. Well, I know, I just, I'll just eat what I want to eat, and it just is what it is. I'll even put some. If I even have to, I'll put a little bit even on my plate. It's just no guarantee that I'm going to eat it. <laughs> yeah, but it's okay. So this, this brings up – this has happened to me. Go oh, ahead. Try like it. That? You don't like that? <laughs> yeah, I, 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 Because if it's a, like a special thing, right, that they yeah. make special. Like, for instance, mm-hmm. Emily, what was that abomination of Jello that your family likes Jell-O to have? Jello salad. Jello salad, that thing. with uh, Like, if somebody says, oh, no, no, this is our family tradition, you have to try the Jello salad, Al. And you put a little teeny tiny little spoonful on your plate, they're looking to see if you're going to eat it. Yeah, no, they're looking. You're right, they're looking. <laughs> Change the you subject. Gotta, you got to muscle through. Uh, then you got to – that's when you throw in – the chips, you know, the the Start inflation the going on right now. Um, you just throw them off. Throw them off with a bunch of different things. You know, it's a, a, it's a it's bold, but it works. Yeah, drop the plate. Ah, slipped. Sorry. Ah, let me make a new one. And just don't put it on there the second time. Oh, I, yeah, I took a bite. I just right bring before. up. I, I, I bring that. up politics. I bring up politics. <laughs> I find light topics that can take things off of uh, the main topic. Absolutely. It's time for some straight talk. Brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Straight Talk Wireless. No contract. No compromise. I think it's fixed. But Twitter was having a thing. 
a, a few okay. minutes ago. It looks like it's up and running again. But if you would like to do an Ask Slee today on the one-year anniversary of not just this show, but of Ask Slee, obviously, because that started with the show, um, 877-710-ESPN. So that way we know we can get I have I have plenty, out, but uh, I always like to phone with calls, Twitter. Too. What happened with it Twitter? Wasn't, it wasn't letting anybody post things for a while. It, it was the, the site was down briefly, but it looks like it's back. But just in case, let's, uh, let's go to Studio City and Noah. Noah, you're on with Travis Slee. What's up? Hey guys, um, uh, I could I could talk about a couple things here. I could talk about the fact that I had to tap out of uh, Cobra Kai after three episodes because I just can't find any reason to watch this show anymore. Life Johnny is short. Lawrence. And half Noah, hours are important. Noah, bro, I stopped. I think I stopped after three episodes too. Travis Quitters. claimed that it's the greatest show he's ever seen. Yet he didn't no. watch it all. No, I claim that Johnny Lawrence is the greatest character I've ever seen. That Daniel that, Larusso that has yeah, ruined the show. Yeah. That part's more true. I, I'm not. I'm not going to argue with either of you. I, I just, but me personally, my psyche can't take it anymore. I don't want to. I don't want to actually throw something at my television. It, it costs <laughs> too much money, and I'm getting really close to that point. So I just had to say, you know what. I've been with this show enough. I've, I've done my due diligence, and I had to leave. Uh, but I, I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to talk about the fact that Russell Westbrook is a crazy person who can't be trusted or that Anthony Davis is not the, the alpha dominant guy we thought he might be and that he's clearly just a really good complimentary player or the fact that the Lakers don't have a draft pick for the next 37 years. <laughs> I don't want to talk about any of that stuff, guys. Today, I just want to honor you guys and say, well done. What a great first year. It's so hard to make it in the business that you guys are doing. I know that for a fact, especially in a market this big. And you guys have found your legs. This show has found its place. Your audience is, is loyal and loves you guys. And I just really, from the bottom of my heart, mean it. Congratulations. I know this is going to go for as, as long as you guys want to. Hopefully, I'll be calling <laughs> again in 10 years to say congratulations on, on your 10th. It's very nice, you know. Thank you, Appreciate no, it's that. very nice, very nice to see you. Look, see, if you told me we'll get two more for sure, I'd sign up for that right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, 10 seems bold. That that uh, Not too many things last that long. But thank you. It's very nice of you to year? say no. How the hell has it been a Pretty year? Pretty quick. Pretty quick. Well, when you so, have so when we started Slee three days a week, time flies, my friend. Remember when we, when we started, a lot of it is, look, Lakers have games at nights, so for the most part, we're only on maybe one to two days a week. Right, that that's the evening slot when you're doing right. it. That I think we were doing seven to nine. Was seven usually nine, on right? Fridays? Yeah. That was kind of fun. Yeah, you're right. It was, you know, it was like usually a Thursday or a Friday or like yeah. a Monday or Tuesday uh-huh. or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was uh, it was it was a good start, and I'm thrilled that we made it a year, and hopefully we do have uh, a lot more time together. Uh, Cooper Cup got an MVP vote last night, Slee. Uh, we have not seen anybody get an MVP vote from a non-quarterback position, or I should say a wide Good receiver position in sure. a very, very long time. Uh, he won the Offensive Player of the Year. Was only was the, guys the guy that, that didn't want to vote for Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> probably. You're, you're probably right. Aaron Rodgers had dude. 39 of the mm-hmm. uh, 50 votes. Uh, Tom Brady had the other 10. Jerry Rice, Michael Thomas are the only two guys that have won the Offensive Player of the Year at wide receiver. Mm. And – Cooper Cup is – I don't know what it is exactly. He's unbelievably good at what he does, and yet I can't tell you exactly why he is. Like when you watch Randy Moss, right? When you watch Randy Moss, when he was the best wide receiver in football, you're like, well, yep. sure, he's six mm-hmm. foot five. He's the yep. fastest guy out there. He can jump Throw it up, roof. and uh, I'll <laughs> right. just go ahead and grab it. Yep. I, I get it. it. 
when you watch Cooper Cup, he's just mm-hmm. so good at all of these things. Mm-hmm. He's got great hands. He runs great routes. He gets open. He's tough. He'll take a hit. He'll fight for the extra yard. It's just it's such a different way to go about being the best wide receiver in football. Or are we just underselling the fact that he's just that good of a football player? Um, I think it's a combination of everything. Let's just use as an example. Odell has had a good tenure with the Rams so far, right? Like just in his time, he's had some impact games. Um, a lot of that is because he's being single covered, right? And most of the time, Cooper Cup's getting double teamed. So it just kind of shows from a football perspective, doesn't matter what you do to Cooper Cup, he's going to find a way to get open. I mean, in the biggest game, we're, we're sitting back talking, how big was he against the Niners? How big was he against Tampa? Everybody All knows season. when you're in the playoffs, you know it's going to him, and yet they still find a way to get it to Do you him, know so. how good you have to be to have a 10-catch, 100-yard touchdown day seem routine? That, that is a yeah, – it's, it's literally a career day for a lot of NFL guys. Oh, I remember back in 2022, I had a day where I caught 10 balls, I got in the end zone twice, and mm-hmm. went for 130 yards. That's what he kind of does every week. It, sure. it's, it, it, it's an extraordinary accomplishment by him. You okay with the MVP just basically being, okay, who's the best quarterback of the season? You live with that? Or, or Because Aaron Donald has been the most valuable player. He's been the best player before. Cooper Cup was certainly in the mix this year, but it is exclusively a quarterback thing now. I'm okay with it. I think we're trained for it. You know, it's just, it, if your expectation, I think the last – uh, the last player that wasn't a quarterback was Adrian Peterson. I want to say that was 2012 that was a running back, but obviously a non-quarterback. I'm, I'm all right with it. There, you know, you, you have your Ladanian got it one time. There's There's been some other running backs, obviously, in the mix here. I'm trained to it, and I think that that's how they value the – the position of quarterback is the most valuable position in the NFL, in my opinion. And that's that's not to say that... I think it's the most valuable position in all sports. I don't could know if be. there's anything that equates to that. So that's why when you argue, when you try to argue against, well, you know what, they just always give this to a quarterback, it's probably an, it's, it's accurate. Like, I, I don't have any issue with it. I think what people maybe have issue with is the title of it, right? Because even in the NBA, when we complain about LeBron James has not won an MVP since 2013 or whatever year that was. So you're, you're telling me that there's been seven or eight seasons in a row where LeBron James wasn't the most valuable player in the NBA. Okay, you know what? Forget that award. That's not a big deal. But that's not going to, well, it's power forward or it's point guard or it's this. No, it should go to player in the NFL. It really is the position. I'm thrilled that we have uh, special Ask Slees all day and just regular Ask Slee, which is coming up in about 15 minutes from right now, 877-710-ESPN. When are we doing Ask Trev? When are we doing well, Ask Trev? How about Wednesday? Wednesday next, and next week. Wednesday? I'm in. Wednesday uh, yeah. and next week. Let's do it. Ask okay. Trav next Wednesday. We will absolutely do it. Um, Rob Palinka moved his mouth and said words yesterday, but I don't know if he actually said anything, Slee. That's coming up next. It's Travis and Slee with 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be.
I'm going to say uh, we looked pretty fly, uh, just saying that <laughs> at, at the top. Um, okay. Absolutely. <laughs> this next Ask Slee is from a regular contributor uh, from Mason and Ireland. Here's Mason. All right, hashtag Ask Slee. Now, I'm sure you've done variations of the zombie apocalypse question. You know, how would you survive? How long would you? Here's my question. If there were a zombie apocalypse, who from the station would you want on your team to help you survive? What one person from the station would you pick? That's, That's a good question. question. Ma- Mason might be better at Ask Slee than anybody else. He's really really good at I'm it. I'm still thrown off by the three feet or nine foot. <laughs> <laughs> three feet or nine feet. He, every time. Nine? Three? What would be better? All right, so who you got and why? The zombies are coming. They're in yep. the lobby. They're coming upstairs. We're pairing off into teams. You choose who. All right, so you're off the list right out the gate because you've told me that you, you there is no survival. Like, you're the first I'm gonna one him. that you're going to I'm going to go down him. to the yeah. lobby. I'm going to let one bite me in the neck, yep. and now I'm yep. coming up to get you. Okay. <laughs> So there's I'm out. <laughs> there's you right there. Am I just doing on air people? Like, do I pick John Chin because I know he's no, great choice? Pick, but but here's the thing: am I am I am I going with John because of his? The problem is John's just going to outrun everybody. I'm not going to keep up. I'm by myself again. <laughs> All right. So I think John's off the list. I think I'm better off trying to pick somebody that also is not the most athletic person out there. Um, Keep going down the list. I, I think the, I think I got my answer. I think Berg would push me. I think Berg would like kind of <laughs> he'd push use me. you as a shield. Yep, yep. and then he'd he use would you to push the zombies back. He'd continue to survive. Why do I think? Why am I leaning on Ireland on this one? Okay, why? Like John, I don't know. You tell me. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I, I, he would not be my top choice. I'm going through all these, and for some reason, I'm thinking John. Like there's a. Uh, a motivational talk. Let's go. Let's get through this together. Slam dunk. I don't know. I'm thinking of the the LeBron Laker call here. Let me. <laughs> let me think here. He's not going to do the play by play of the apocalypse. You're trying to survive the apocalypse. That's All right, who else? Here? Let me think. So I'm, I'm doing more of elimination here. Um, who are you leaning towards? So for me, it's pretty easy because, and I don't know if you know this about who I'm about to say, but he's incredibly resourceful and can fix things and make things. He knows how things work. He knows how uh, machines work. He knows how camera. It's Jorge. Jorge is incredibly resourceful. That's a good like, one too. He, he he showed me he, he Jorge. I don't know if he still has it or not, but he he, was, he rode a motorcycle for a long time. I feel like I need and a better answer. He, he tells me about this trip he goes where he, he's out in the middle of nowhere. His motorcycle breaks and he fixed it by himself, and he did it by like taping this piece back together in the middle of the engine. And when he told him like. Oh, there's my zombie apocalypse guy because it's basically what we're talking about is Thunderdome, Mad yep. Max. Yep. I need somebody that can fix something. Jorge's my guy. Jorge, I and, and I like him, and we could hang out and go eat together. So it's an easy choice for I me. I think Funches would tell me we're screwed, bro. We're screwed. <laughs> like there's nothing we can do. We're screwed. Okay, I think just go down there and give up. <laughs> you would not even. You wouldn't even try no. anything. You would just give no. up right out the gate. Um, Kaplan's I, done the. Kaplan's done the Iron Man. He's fit. He he may be able to fight for you for Kaplan a little does, while. Has done, but that's again. I'm going to go back to this. Kaplan's done Iron Man. He probably is like, bro. I can't. You're you're keeping me down here. You're holding me it's back Warhead. here. And then he just decides that he's going to go. What are you going to say, Emily? I want Laura because then I have someone to talk with. I feel like she's just so talkative. <laughs> I don't you know, know if, if you could talk your way through the no, apocalypse. You might, if might guys, survive, so guys, listen, you might be able to. Their lives, so <laughs> it's nice <laughs> someone to talk to. I'm rolling the dice. I'm taking Ireland. Ireland has figured this freaking thing out. <laughs> 
I don't think he is. I think an unbelievable honestly was dead. Yeah, <laughs> that's how that would go. It'd be a good soundtrack. Like John would be able to narrate it very, very at well. Least, at least, at least, if we're both going down, play. him and I can talk a little Lakers before it's over. <laughs> and then it's like, all right, it's we're done. Hey, I can't believe Westbrook didn't work it, and then it's over. I think that the final words from Slee. Uh, speaking of, uh, Palinka spoke yesterday. The Lakers didn't do anything at the trade deadline. Uh, they are perhaps going to be involved in the buyout market. Perhaps who knows? Um, they, they're they're going to have difficulty getting anybody in the buyout I, market. They I just, agree. Why yeah. Why is somebody going to go play for the Lakers when they can showcase themselves somewhere else? They could be on a team that actually has chance of uh, going deep in the playoffs. I, I think that's going to be a tough uh, tough stake for them as well. I want to play this first cut where he's talking about how we all need to be better. We need to look in the mirror because to me, this is a bunch of talking without actually saying anything. When it comes to finding success in a season of, of when a team is not winning, I think the most important action is for everyone to look in the mirror and be better. That includes the front office. It includes the coaches. It includes the players is to look in the mirror. And how can you be better in your job every day? How can you support the man or woman next to you and make them better each day? That's a bunch of pablum. You know, Emily, put this in my good idea folder with the Travis Rogers word of the day. Okay, we'll we'll, we'll put that in the good idea folder. Put that um, in my good idea folder. The that's how oh, that's cliche. Well, we all need to do better. We need to look in the mirror. We need to make the person next to us better. We need to be better. Come on, man. What's the plan? What, what, and I'm not saying he's got to give me the blueprint of what he's doing, but what we've seen him do in his tenure as the Laker general manager has not filled me with a great deal of confidence. And hearing that is just a bunch of chatter. That was that was a whole lot of so, nothing. Now th- this is. I guess it doesn't surprise me because I think a lot of these go like this. What what did you want him to say? Like if the, if there was. Were you expecting something different? I, I don't know how much I was expecting. I don't something know if different. I was expecting something different, but what I what I'm asking for for all of these things is to not treat me like I'm stupid, right? That's all I need from these. I don't need you to tell me your deepest darkest secrets, but don't just don't don't just talk for five minutes and not actually have said anything. Tell you know this didn't work. We went all in. We're gonna go back. We're gonna just be honest. Mm-hmm. This this hasn't worked. No no nothing that we had hoped would work has. We need to figure out a way to make this better. We have a plan in place that this uh, we need. It's cliche. It's it's empty. It's meaningless. There's nothing that you can when Daryl Morey is an odd guy, right? He's he's a math guy. He's analytically driven. He's he's a little peculiar. Mm-hmm. But you always get the sense he's got a plan. You always get the sense that he's putting something together that he that a vision that he has. It's an analytically driven vision, but you know what it is. You know that he's trying to get this piece together because of PER or efficiency, whatever it is. There's a plan as opposed to just blow it up every year and bring in some more guys. That that's not really a plan. So I I see where you're coming from. If Palenka would have said, look, let, let me just take the, the, the clip that you just played about how we all got to be better, got to look in the mirror. I think if there was something more towards it hasn't worked out so far, we're four games below 500, and there will be nothing on the outside that's going to help us for the remainder of the season. Maybe we get something in the buyout market, but if you get some from the buyout market, this is a very fringe thing. That per- person's not going to come in. All of a sudden, now you're going to be expected to go two rounds, three rounds in the playoffs. I think if he would have, I, I, I don't disagree with the. I wish he was a little bit more real about it. Hey, this is our position, so it's up to the players on this team moving forward, including the front office, everybody else. You know, I'm not saying everybody's got to hold hands and sing kumbaya, but I think at the same time, there has to be there. There is no other option. So, I think what he's trying to say is, 
I can't go on the outside and make anything change. We didn't have enough assets to go do that. Obviously, our mistake of going to get Russell Westwick and going all in has not worked out. So these guys either all figure it out internally or the the season's going to be over. If it's not April 10th, which is the final game of the year, maybe it's April 15th because you had a couple playing tournaments, but it ain't going past May 1st because that's the first round against the Suns or the Warriors. All right, ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. It is the one-year anniversary of not just this show, but of Ask Slee. That's coming up next. Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Thanks, Chris. I still don't understand why eating all the apples is a bad thing. It's like three more bites of apple. Who doesn't want that? We've been trained, um, you know, culturally all these years to think yeah. that the core of the apple is not something that you should take down. <laughs> it, it, it really goes down as one of the – I don't know how to explain it. There, there's certain things that have happened in this country. This is one of them that it's almost a <laughs> black eye to this country. <laughs> that you have been telling people to not eat the core. Um, listen, I, I I don't eat the core in front of people anymore. I do it more behind the scenes so by myself. Shame, <laughs> the core eating. You got a pile of cores in your refrigerator that you eat alone. I I like the visual. All hey, right, let's gonna, start with. This. Are you going to finish that? <laughs> why aren't why you, you finish, finish that what? apple? Why are you going to finish the core or no? It's just the stem left. What do you mean? Am I going to finish it? I, yeah, I'm, I'm it's good done. for you. Uh, do you want it on the phone, Slee, or do you want it uh, an Ask Slee off the internet? All right, let's, off let's the get phone. right off the phone. Let's go to La Jolla and Ryan. Ryan, hashtag Ask Slee. Hey, fellas. Uh, happy anniversary. Uh, I can't tell you, you how stoked I am to be a Travis Slee show all-star. So thanks for uh, <laughs> letting me contribute. Yes. Welcome. Uh, phone etiquette question. Let me set it up real quick. A business associate of mine refuses to ever call me first if he needs to reach me instead he likes to just send me the hey call me text (laughs) so i'm past the point of giving him the benefit of the doubt that he's extending me the courtesy of just calling him when it's convenient for me uh i've instead convinced myself it's a power move and he's just flexing on me like power so now i make sure to just wait like two days before i call him back just to let him know he's not that important to me uh, how should I handle this going forward, Slee? Hashtag Ashley. Go Rams. Have a great weekend, boys. Appreciate Bye. it, Ryan. Ryan, first thing that went to my mind is, Trav, I could see you doing one of those. I could see you just, you know, texting Power moves? Somebody. I'm about yeah. power moves. I love yeah. them. I don't get them. I don't understand them. Um, if somebody says, hey, call me, when I have a second, I'm going to call them. Now, if it's somebody that I'm not, you know, I don't want to talk to, this sounds like, Ryan sounds like, this is somebody that he's, 
talking to all the time. Uh-huh. I'm going to pick up a phone. I'm, I'm just going to call them. It's very simple here. <laughs> you and wouldn't I'm find also it weird. Not, I, I'm not also doing the just call me, and that's it. <laughs> if I'm texting somebody, what I will say is, hey, when you get a second, give me a call. There'll yeah. be a little bit more to it than but just could, could it not be the other me. way too? Could it just not be, hey, are you free to chat? Can I give you a call? Why can't it be that? That's that's more I'm being respectful of your time, but I'm willing to make the effort as opposed to, hey, um, I'm ready. You need to well, hurry up and get on my level. Here's the other problem. The other problem is when you say call me, it's not a power move because really what you're doing is giving the keys to the other person. It's the other person now that you're waiting to have call you. I would rather just call the person <laughs> than have to wait on them. All right, here's one from Jason Levine, who has been a regular contributor to Ask Slee. Thank you for that, Jay. And it says, how is it working with Travis, especially when Freddie and Fitzsimmons get the intelligent Trav who engages in deep and thoughtful conversations on the generational nature of fan bases while you get the Oscar Mayer singing Del Taco connoisseur? It's a work in progress. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a balancing act. Like any relationship, there's some things that I'm sure everybody has a relationship where you just wish your partner would maybe be maybe wash the dishes a little bit more. You know, every once in a while, take the trash out. Dishwasher. Every once in too. a while, do something that they don't usually do. Travis and I, I'm sure there's 39 things that I annoy him with. and uh, 36. 36 of them. <laughs> it's only 36. 36. No, you've uh, you've taken three off the list along the way. Let's try another phone call here. Let's go to Downey and Jason. Hashtag Ask Slee. What's up, Jay? Happy anniversary, guys. Um, Thank you. From the bottom of my heart, to you guys, Emily, Taylor, and Punch, thank you for everything you do every morning. So my hashtag, Ask Lee, is Godfather L. This, you're on a sinking ship, and you only have one life vest left. Who are you giving it to? Lady Sleek or Adrian Wojnarowski? <laughs> <laughs> That's terrific. Well done, Jason. Nicely done. I got an answer. I got an answer. So I'm assuming if I'm if I'm setting this up correct here, is he saying I have a life jacket or no? That's what it sounded like to me. You're safe. You're in the boat. I'm safe. You get to pull one. It's more an easy one. On. It's an easy one. Lady Slee is getting the the extra I life knew jacket. You were do this. And then I'm giving my life jacket to Woj, <laughs> and I'm going down. Society needs Woj much more than they need me. Uh, your dude put out a tweet yesterday. He got 212,000 <laughs> likes in about six minutes, okay? So Woj deserves to, to live. <laughs> Lady Slee, she's going to live an unbelievable long life, and uh, you know what? I'll call it quits. I'm good. We, Another- we did our job. I knew, I knew you were going to say that. Next one is from Big E, another one of our regular. What do you want me to very, say? <laughs> I wanted you to pick somebody. I wanted to watch one of you. I wanted to watch you throw one of those well, two that, other but people But that's, that's an easy one, too. <laughs> Whoa, I'm sorry, man. I mean, there's it, it what it is. Good. You've done. Bye. You can have the, well, I don't know what the Celine Dion song is called, but it's playing in the background as Woj sinks to the bottom of the Atlantic Ocean. Well, my life would be ruined because... <laughs> People then would just be like, this is the dude that took out Woj. Yeah, I'm fine. I, I can live without Woj bombs as long as I'm alive. If I'm at the if I'm fish food, that doesn't really help me a whole lot along the way. All right, back to uh, Twitter. This is from Big E, who has been terrific on Ask Slee. Uh, hashtag Ask Slee. You've got to recite one song, any song, word for word. What is the What song are you singing, and can we get a preview? Got to recite one song. 
In West Philadelphia. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good, Slee. I'm impressed. I'll do that one. There you go. That's an easy one. We heard it 900 times uh, (laughs) growing up, so that's that's an easy one. Everybody knows it as well. Yeah, everybody. I I know the opening. I I don't think I could get through the whole thing. I definitely know the. And then you know you move in with your auntie and uncle in Bel Air. That's the way. What what did you do? What did you do where you were reciting? Wait, this was – oh, okay, I know what it was. It was the commercial where it sounded like you were doing the Pledge of Allegiance. The Oscar Mayer Wiener song. Oh, but, I wish I were an Oscar Mayer Wiener. That's what I would truly love to be. <laughs> that's the one. But my go-to – that's easy. That's uh, take me out to the ball game. I've, I've, I've talked about oh, that yeah, yeah, that's before along the way. Every, yeah. And, again, everybody knows it. It's easy to sing. It's mm-hmm. it's just embedded in your memory. Ah, uh, Ray in L.A., you was are next. that or – Celine Dion. <laughs> you are, what about Titanic. And I Will Always Love You from Whitney Houston? You want to hit that high note like that? That uh, that sounds like something in your range. I would do it. I just have allergies right now. <laughs> I understand. If I didn't have allergies. Ray in L.A., hashtag Ask Slee. What's up, Ray? Ray. All right, Ray's, Ray's not there. Let's oh, try. Leave him alone. Uh, he doesn't want to talk. Leave him alone. Let's go to Glendale and Francis. We knew we had to have a Francis. Uh, party people ask Slee. What's up, Francis? Happy anniversary, party people. I have a couple hashtag athletes. First one is, which is worse, the Lakers not making any moves and resorting to the buyout market or going to a yard sale, not buying anything, and just waiting to see what they leave out on the curb? The second one is, does Mike Budenholzer look like he forgot to make Valentine's Day dinner reservations and is afraid to tell his wife? Thank you, Francis. The coach ones are just spot on. They're just spot on. Um What's worse is the Lakers. I mean, we all know that one. We all know that one. I mean, Yard House, I, next weekend I could go find another Yard House. What I can't find is next weekend the Lakers six games over five hundred. That's not going to happen. They're going to be six games below five hundred before we get to the All-Star break. The Laker one. Thank you, Francis. One more quickly. Darb in the OC on Twitter. It's Little League season. You're not the manager, and you have to pick a station. Do you choose batting practice in the cage, infield, or outfield drills? Hashtag Astley. I'm going to go. This is probably very boring, but I'm going to go with this. Infield drills. Why? Infield drills. It's an important part of the game. All right? (laughs) We just got to make sure. We're not looking here. Get some airs and find ourselves in a hole. We're up to nothing, and the second baseman doesn't know what he's doing, when to cover. No, no, no. We're going to do some infield drills. I know everybody wants to bat, but just because of that, and because I'm not the manager, I'm not going to give them that uh, that happiness that they're looking for in Little League. So the correct answer is it depends on your mood. If you're in a good mood, you want to throw batting practice because it's fun. You get to help the kids. If you're having a bad day and you want to work through some stuff, grab that fungo. Let's go to short, kids. Here it comes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. You're gonna get. You're gonna see how bad of a day I've had, and we're gonna hit ground balls at. Here's the problem: I wouldn't be cry. able to hit ground balls to them. <laughs> Everything's going to go to left. I'm going to foul off balls. What is this guy doing? Love hitting ground balls at little children. It's one of my favorite things.